It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. Please check out divasatcare.com and listen to the amazing hosts interviewing women around the world. I am just overly excited today to have with me our monthly returning diva, Lori Murphy. She is the owner at Sugar Ditch Stables, and she is going to talk to us today about updates at the ranch on helping sex traffic children. So, Lori, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Hi, Joyce. Thanks so much for having me again. Um, this, I'm Lori Murphy, and I have Sugar Ditch Stables, and we are doing some amazing things in the last few weeks here, and we're looking so forward to helping the children. Oh, oh, how exciting. That is just that is just incredible. Well, you said you've been doing some exciting things there, so why don't you share with our listeners some of the exciting updates that are happening there at the ranch? Sure. Um, well, we have our garden. We broke ground on the garden, so all of that's um, underway, and we're building the garden boxes and getting irrigation in, and we broke ground on the playground. So that's super exciting. There's lots of work to be done. We have, you know, we need sprinkler systems, and everything you could possibly think of needs to be done because it was just, you know, it was just grassy, bare land. So we got that going. We have lots of people wanting to volunteer. Um, we do have another um, Give, Send, Go campaign, and that's, you know, a lot of it's informational. We need people, you know, still to help in their areas if they'd like to volunteer. If anybody is close to me and knows how to do irrigation, I'm not that great at it, but I'm giving it my best shot. Um <laughs> If anybody's close and wants to volunteer, if anybody has places that they could get, you know, even discounts on, like maybe a play structure or just, you know, supplies for what we need to have done, all of that information is on the our new Give, Send, Go, and it's under Saved the Ranch. Now it's time to heal the children. So all of my information is on there, and they can just read it. And, again, I think, oh, another exciting thing I'm, I want to tell you is we're up to 26 states setting up facilities to help the children. Oh, wow. Wow. That is incredible. Wow. From all that information, I'm just thinking, oh, my goodness, look at all the, th- all the possibilities for people to help. As you say, you, are, you broke ground for a garden with the garden boxes. Now, are you, what all are you thinking of having in this garden so people kind of have an idea? Are you... All kind of vegetables? Are you going organic? What kind of ways are you trying to go with this garden? Well, it's definitely going to be all organic. Um, But we're going to have an array of, you know, broccoli, cauliflower, potatoes, uh, melons of all varieties, zucchinis. Um, I'm hoping to get a really nice size pumpkin patch going so that the kids can come and take a pumpkin home with them. 
Um, uh-huh. And just, you know, I have, it's about a, a, an acre lot where the garden's mm-hmm. at. So it's, it's, it's going good. There's a lot of work that I didn't realize went into a garden, but <laughs> you know, it's exciting and I'm learning as I go. And thankfully my daughter has a green thumb because I do not. Um, but I'm learning. So, but it's going to be a, a huge variety and it's also going to be a community garden also because it's going to, there's going to be so much that, uh, we we want to give back to our community too. So if anybody needed, you know, organic fruits and vegetables, they are welcome to, you know, come by and and help themselves. So it's, it's an exciting time here because we went from horse stables and horsemanship to you know just a peaceful place to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh oh my, that really does sound peaceful, especially with the gardening, working in. Working in the dirt, working in nature, and watching things grow. Oh, what a better way to give children a feel for how how our food is grown in an organic way like that. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. So probably some of the things you are looking for for anyone that is close. Now, can you tell our listeners exactly how to get in touch with you? I know we'll post your uh links and everything, but if you could just kind of tell them a couple ways that they can get in touch with you so if there are some of our listeners that are close to you, they can reach out to you with some of uh, some help that way? Oh, of course. Um, you can reach me at sugarditchstables at yahoo.com or sugarditchstables on Facebook. I check them throughout the day. Um, those are the two easiest ways to get a hold of me, and I uh, would love to have some help if anybody is in the area or um, has a facility that they want to um, to participate in in healing the children. Mm-hmm. I'm like I said before in our last show, um, I'm I'm gathering you know names and facilities of in different states, and like I said, we're up to 26. I'm super excited, and I have a list of volunteers that. I probably have 150 volunteers in different areas that will help at the facility in their location. So it's really a really a big movement and a really exciting time, you know, and these kids are going to need all the the compassion and love that they can get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is incredible. 26 different states. Now, are they all ranches or are you looking for other, other kind of facilities? If, Listeners are going, wow, this is something I'd like to get involved in and find out what states and maybe become part of the 27th state. What what all kind of facilities are you looking for when you uh, are looking for places for the children? Well, we it's not just ranches. We have a gymnastic studio. We have um, a taekwondo, um, an art studio that, that teaches canvas painting, oil painting, um, then there's a uh, another type of gymnastics, just a tumbling type of place for them. Um, but it's it's really just a place that is kids can go and have fun and be kids, you know, and and learn different things that that are relaxing and and bring them peace. So mm-hmm. there's it, it's an array of of just if you have a place. Oh, we have um, uh, softball. They have. Um, oh a softball arena that wants to be involved in and, you know, have softball teams and, you know, outside fun and just mm-hmm. getting to be kids. 
Right, right. Just anything that kids enjoy doing. Like you said, with the softball, with doing gymnastics, doing artwork, and just being and the ones that have the opportunity to have them outside, being outside in nature and just being kids, just feeling in a safe environment where they can just be kids. Oh, I love that. That is just beautiful. So, yes, our listeners have a better, have a good idea now of what you're looking for. Plus, then you're also looking for volunteers to help at these facilities, correct? Yes. If uh, somebody wants to volunteer that might not have a facility, they can go, you know, they can send me their contact information and I can set them up Mm -hmm. in their, in their area that where places, because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a lot of community that we all just need to to stand together and and help each other to help the children so um like i said i'm keeping a nice database of of everybody and kind of directing them as we as we go and as we know and then i'll connect them with the facility in their location Mm -hmm. oh that is that is incredible what what a great way to give back to humanity and help one another oh that is just beautiful. I love what you're doing. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm I'm pretty proud, and and um, it just warms my heart to help children, you know. And yes. and I, I've had so many kids come through here that, you know, hopefully they will take what they've learned from, uh, like for instance, our summer camps. What they were, you know, it was a learning experience and and a life experience. It wasn't just daycare by any means. It was, you know, they they learned a lot of, of value that I tried to make sure each one of them, you know, did their value in life, you know. So right. I, I'm pretty excited to be part of it. And it's definitely a calling I've I've always had. Well, I'm, I'm a helper. I always call myself a helper. Mm-hmm. I'll help anybody that needs help. So I stay busy. Oh. Yes, yes, you stay, stay very busy. And that's beautiful how you said it's a calling. It's what you're coming across, I can feel it, is it's your passion in your heart. You're being led by your heart to do what you feel you need to be doing to help the children. And that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely blessed, that's for sure. Oh, wow. Well, now, are you looking at um, daily activities with them are you looking at maybe doing weekly camps what are some of the ideas so if like some of the listeners are going maybe i could get involved in this or for their own facility what kind of ideas would you throw out for that would it like i said on a daily or weekly or what kind of ideas would you give for that i'm i'm personally going to do two days a week and it would be a group of children that will come out and spend the day at the ranch. You know, mm-hmm. there'll be um, the horses, of course, the the playground and the garden, anything that they're comfortable doing. Um, and mm-hmm. then, of course, they'll, you know, have a picnic and that type of thing. So I'm doing it two days a week. So they'll, they'll be here from, mm-hmm. like, let's say 830 to 430 type of mm-hmm. type of visit. And, and then they can keep coming back out weekly if they, if they would like to. So that's kind of how okay. I'm... Um, stage in mine, um, it, it's really up to the individual as to, you know, how they how they want to do it. But I have all the upkeep of the ranch myself, too, so I have to balance it so that it, it's a fun place and I'm happy at the same time. So so I, I can't, um, 
I would do it seven days a week, but there's so much upkeep with my ranch that it's it gets difficult to to keep a good balance. So two days a week, you know, I'm I'm hoping maybe 50 kids a week can come through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in groups. So, yeah. but it's really up to the individual and and what they're time allows and, and their facilities allow and the volunteers and stuff. Because like I said, it's going to take a, a village to, to help. So, Yeah. Yes. It will take a community to make this all yeah. collaborate together and come and work together, even like it's your ranch. It's going to take some volunteers and some help to make it all come about because there's always the prep before they come to get everything ready and to have the tools to do the gardening and you're, you've already done with the horses because I know the horses are going to come into big play with helping these children. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Very much so, yes. I'm, I'm thinking that the majority of the the kids will want to be with the horses. But there are, you know, there are some kids that they're big and intimidating. And, and if they've never been mm-hmm. around them, you know, it, it could be a, a scary, and that's the last thing I want is for them to not be comfortable. One thing at Sugar Ditch that I've told every one of my students, they do not have to do anything that they are uncomfortable with here. It's supposed to be a fun, stress-free place, and if you're stressed or worried or scared, that's not fun. So no, no. my entire uh, motto with Sugar Ditch Stables is it's a, a, kid, a kid's ranch, stress-free, have fun, and Part of the lessons and learning in uh, horses is, you know, for instance, cleaning a hoof. If you've never done that, mm-hmm. picking up a horse's hoof can be kind of, you know, it can be it can be interesting and scary and, and challenging and, and intimidating. And so, some students that I tell them, you know, right from the very beginning, this is this is a place for kids to have fun, not be worried or stressed or scared. So, you don't mm-hmm. have to give me an explanation. Just say, nope, I'd rather not. And that and that's simply us. We don't pressure them, but by usually by the end of the week, like in the summer camp week, they're picking up mm-hmm. every one of the hooks. You know, I let them do it at their time and their speed, so oh, it works mm-hmm. out nicely mm-hmm. for them. Yes, it does. Oh, that is just beautiful. Yeah, when you talk about intimidating, I, they're probably looking at you going, you want me to pick up that big animal's foot? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially if they've never even, you know, been around a horse, you know, and so right. it's usually mm-hmm. day two that we, you know, all the kids will line up, and we have about thirty to thirty-five kids in a, a summer camp week, and so yeah. you know they'll they'll just say no, no, thank you, I'm like okay, but usually yeah. by by the end of the week they've gotten comfortable enough and challenged themselves with no pressure from me at all, but you know, and and they'll do it, and they are so proud of themselves, and they are so excited. And, of course, I'm a mom, so I'm snapping pictures so that the parents that are at work that aren't, you know, able to see it have tons of pictures to go look what they did today, you know, and and the parents love that. And we make a photo album at the end of the week of all the pictures that we took during the week and send them home. Mm -hmm. Each student makes a a photo album of different things, and we fill them with all their pictures. They don't know it until they get it on Friday that they have a photo album from their first horseback ride or, you know, the first time they tied a saddle knot or just everything mm-hmm. that goes on. And it's, it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Would be exciting. Oh, I love that. How you are uh, kind of in the background taking these pictures that the kids aren't aware of everything you're going to do with them and then be able to take home. What a collection of memories. That is beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. 
that is that is really something and the horses play such a big role in in that giving those kids that feeling of accomplishment and of growth towards an animal like that oh yes it builds confidence like you wouldn't believe Mm -hmm. oh yes and you have the horses that they can build that confidence on and that is so critical too to to know that your horses you can feel safe with the kids around the horses oh absolutely how long has have you had most of your horses have they been long time lived at long time um, part of your family <laughs> yes texas is my uh, he, uh, he's my best friend and he is mm-hmm. a thoroughbred paint and he's 163 he's a big he's scared of everything absolutely scared mm-hmm. of everything he's the biggest one we have and i bought the ranch for him um he was diagnosed i have him I got him when he was two and a half, and he'll be 17 in July. Mm-hmm. And uh, at four years old, he was diagnosed with bone disease. So I had to retire oh. him. So oh, now I have wow. a giant dog because he literally, <laughs> you know, you can't ride him or anything. And so, you know, I had the options were, you know, putting him out to pasture and paying board because at the time, that's when I decided to buy our ranch. I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. He's my best friend because I said, just put him down and get a different one. And I was like, what? <laughs> There's The vet said, he's fine as long as he's not ridden hard, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we gave him injections and, and things in his hawks. And then he became too much worse because he felt good, which damaged him more. So we, I go, you know, we're, we're just going to retire him. And so... I've had him for just at 15 years, and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the vet said that his his legs were that of a 25-year-old by when he was four. So oh, wow. I've had him for quite a while, and I, you know, I, where we were boarding the horses we had at the time, when, when she says, well, put him out to pasture for a month and then put him down and then buy one of these, I thought, you know, my connection with that animal is so much more than just being – you know, a tool. So I said, no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to. So he's the first thing I hear and see every day when I walk outside because he talks a lot. And so uh-huh. um, one of our horses turned 47, I think, in January. Now, I haven't had her all that time because that would make me really, really young when I got her. So, but that was, <laughs> that's my, that's our, our girl we call Dusty. And she's the mm-hmm. one that was born blind, and it's just a, a blessing to have. Um, oh, I've wow. had her for about 15 years, I guess, now. So some of our horses, a lot of our horses are more, they're more of the elderly type horses. So, because, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, horses, they need to have some miles on them in order to work with children and get all their right. spunky, young happiness yes. out. You know, they're happy, oh, definitely. a bit <laughs> mellow. <laughs> they're uh-huh. a little more mellow and 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 you know they understand every one of our horses knows exactly they treat kids so incredibly well where they can be kind of snooty to me at times but they never ever do anything i mean they're so kind to the kids that it's it's kind of comical because they know that they come to me and say you know i'm tired i'm done okay but with the horses or with the kids they are just so pleasant and so much fun oh wow Oh, that is that is so awesome. Oh, how neat. Oh, and speaking of the horses, are there some needs that you have for the horses? If we have some listeners 
that are in your area that are going, I love horses, I'd like to help her in some way with them? Are there some needs where um, people could help in that area also? Oh, absolutely. Um, With the COVID shutdowns, it it literally put me out of business. We've been out since that shut everything down, and we, we haven't had kids out here. Because mm-hmm. the school is, the schools were shut down, and right. um, I believe they're starting to open now. But our horses were so used to 2,500 kids a year, to almost none. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, they could always use some attention. They could use brushing, you know. They could just have somebody out working with them and, and enjoying them, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. that that would be a huge help to me. Um, all of right. us are getting ready to need baths here. I think we're going to be 82 degrees on a uh, week from today. So everybody could have a bath oh. now. <laughs> you know, they got their long winter coats that they, they look uh-huh. like woolly mammoths right now. So. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes. How well I know. Every time I go near mine, I'm covered with hair. I'm like, okay, I've got to get some of this brushed off. <laughs> yes, I have a... I have a Shetland pony named Susie Q that she looks like Chewbacca, which is my hero. Chewbacca is my hero, but she has so much hair that it just comes out in handfuls, literally in handfuls. And it takes about three months to get her completely shed out to, to back oh, to her wow. summer coat. Oh, so. oh, how neat. Well, yeah, that would be a great way for people to help. And having horses, I know good quality horse hay is always something that us horse horse owners and family owners of them are always in need of. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. Fortunately, I have the best case supplier, but he's getting low. He did let me know he's getting uh-huh. low, and because I don't think they cut again until May. So right, right, okay. So, yeah, so that, the horse hay is very important. Yes, yes, it is. It's critical, definitely, and good quality. That's that's the critical key too, because I always Absolutely. people kind of look look at me kind of funny, and I'm going. Uh, horses have the most sensitive digestive system of a lot of animals because they are very sensitive to what they can eat and what they cannot eat. And they're like, seriously, that big animal? <laughs> I'm going, yes. Weird. It's amazing on something as simple as gas. Is the number one cause mm-hmm. of horse death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they call, like, that's the number one cause, and it's simply gas. Yeah. And, and yeah. the, you know, well, it starts as gas and then the roll, of course. But it is amazing on how these ama- big animals, something that simple, yeah. can take yeah, them more. So, yeah, feed is important. I have one horse named Tank, and he's 1,800 pounds. He's a Gypsy Vanner Cobb, and oh, wow. he is absolutely the funniest horse I've ever owned. He will eat anything. Uh-huh. And when I got him from the person I purchased him from, she gave him pepperoni pizza. And she said, he oh loves my. pepperoni pizza. And I go, he's never getting pepperoni pizza again. So I, I hope I don't break his heart, but he's not getting that again. <laughs> so it's so funny. I mean, they get, you know, they get fruits and vegetables on occasion, but I try to stick as yeah. close to their natural diet as possible. So, but mm-hmm. some people do. Now, Texas, this is going to be a shout-out to Chick-fil-A, but, I, you know, not intentionally. I was painting the <laughs> barn one day, and I was eating lunch as I was working, and I had a chicken sandwich in my hand. And Texas, I'm not even kidding you, took a bite of that chicken sandwich out of my hand. I panicked, and I'm calling the vet, and the vet's laughing at me. 
they're like, well, just keep an eye on him. Because I'm like, can he even eat this? I mean, he just totally ate a chicken sandwich. So it was <laughs> it was a, a comical. And, I mean, these guys, as you know, horses and dogs and all, all animals, they all have their own personality. Some are funny. When Tank needs me, he will kick his trough. When one night he has he had an upset stomach and he was starting to colic and he goes and mm-hmm. he kicks his trough and I can hear it in the house and it was about ten thirty at night so I go out there and you can tell he wants nothing to do with anybody unless he doesn't feel good and then he wants to sit yeah. in your lap and so he he was he he's they are such incredible animals and so incredibly smart mm-hmm. that it, it's just mm-hmm. so much fun to to be around these guys so I call yes. them my favorite coworkers. They are just incredible, and like you said, their personalities. It is so so fun to just watch them and see their different personalities because they are so different in every way. They're just they're just like kids. I mean, they each have their own personality, their own things they like and dislike, and it is oh uh, yeah, that is so true. <laughs> yeah. And that helps the children to relate to them, too. I'm sure there's some children that can connect to a certain horse, and that horse connects to them easier than to some of the others. Yeah. And I think that's how it's meant to be. I had a young girl today. I was talking to her, and she's a horse owner, loves horses. And she says, you know, I've always felt that a horse picks you. You don't pick the horse. They pick you. And I'm like, that is very well said. I love that. Absolutely. And I thought, Absolutely. how true, true that is, because they pick, they pick who they like, just kind of like dogs. They kind of pick who they like too. And animals are so intelligent. I just love them. <laughs> they really are. And I've had a few horses that didn't like me, and I'm like, okay, you and I, we're just not going to get along. And you know, I love all horses, but there are some that yeah, you know, you're a little too spunky for what I want to do. And and I had one, yeah. he challenged me a little more than I'd like to be challenged. So, of course, mm-hmm. I found him a, a, a happy owner that he picked. <laughs> you know, yeah. he liked him yeah. better than me. So I'm like, I'm not going to argue because it is, you know, <laughs> they have no idea how strong and big they are. Because if they did, right. they would certainly not stay in fences that we have them in. You know, they could exactly. take them down if they wanted to. So, uh-huh. yeah, so mm-hmm. <laughs> they have no idea. Oh, yeah. They are just incredible. I agree. Well, Lori... This interview has just sped by so quickly. It's been just fantastic visiting with you. I just love to chat with you and bring all of our listeners up to date on what's happening at your ranch because your ranch is so exciting, and I just love your passion and how you're working to help the sex trafficking children. That is that is just incredible. I just That is wonderful. So I want to thank you so much for being on my Robust Lifestyle show. Thank you for having me. I can't I can't begin to thank you uh, for helping me get the word out and, and to just reach out to people. There's so many that want to help, and it's so enlightening. And we just, all of us just have to band together and help these kids. So thank you so much yeah. for having me. Oh, you are so welcome, Lori. You are so welcome. And that's what I want to tell our listeners. I want to thank all of them for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing diva, Lori Murphy. Please mark your calendars for the fourth Thursday in April at 1230 Mountain Time when Lori will be returning to my Robust Lifestyle show to share all about the monthly updates at the ranch and how things are coming along and how listeners can become involved. 
So be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on DivasAtCare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Remember, give your animals an extra hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.